Today, you are in luck because you have started this health, fitness, and growing younger podcast. We have a very special free gift for you at the end. So please pay attention to that and take advantage of the free gift. Our next speaker today is going to be Paul Tollefson. He's been a coach in a lot of different areas and a lot of different success stories. And he now focuses on whole body awareness. So, Paul, why don't hey, John. you First tell of all, us about John, your experiences? You know, thanks for having all of us. This is really fun that you put this together. It's great. And uh, I'm, in, I'm in Mill Valley, California. I know Kathy is in, in Phoenix. And, and uh, Kathy, that was awesome. I'd like to kind of dovetail on some of the things that you, that you touched on in, in, in your uh, few minutes there because um, – it's very symbiotic with what what we talk about in our in our coaching as well. Oh, good, good. So my my background, um, I, I uh, was a ski racer for many years and, and uh, retired when I was 24, and soon thereafter um, uh, became a a coach for ski racing, and and coached for many years doing that, really focusing on tactics and and um, um, you know all of the methods that we would teach for athletes to become better and more proficient ski racers. And, and uh, while I was actually racing, I, I had uh, a really good opportunity to work with um, sports psychologist out of Canada and Terry Orlick was fantastic. And, uh, and he introduced me to a lot of methods that I, I use in my coaching now that, um, that are, you know, as I got older and began to realize that that um, at the highest level of athleticism, uh, you have um, about well, our our tactics and and all of the things that we learn become kind of second nature, and you don't really have to think about them. You 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 become proficient at them, and the things that really um, drive our performance is right between the ears you know it's it's 95 percent mental and uh and i work currently with um with athletes at many different levels um i have one one athlete who's an olympian and and another that's uh competing at a, a very high uh national level and and then i also work with some some business leaders as well and it's interesting because the conversation between the athletes and the business leaders are exactly the same. Um, we, we really begin to think about what it is that drives us from day to day, what, what has us um, um, really be the most proficient at what we do. And ultimately, it really boils down to how we look at each day, how we, how we presence each day, and how we remain through that time. Um, uh, Terry Orlick, the, the um, sports psychologist that I spoke about, uh, he had a fantastic book. I highly recommend it to anybody that is interested. It's called In Pursuit of Excellence. And within In Pursuit of Excellence, he talks about the wheel of excellence and how we have uh, basically seven components in the wheel of excellence that, that, that um, allow us to be our best self at any given time. At the center of that wheel, the hub of that is our focus. And um, lying around the wheel, 
the other pieces that, that dovetail in with the focus are uh, commitment and mental readiness, uh, positive images, confidence, distraction control, and ongoing learning. And if we can think about putting all of those things together and, and be able to recognize in which areas we're weak, we can begin to develop ourselves more fully as, as the most productive self. And with that, have the opportunity to perform at a level of excellence that we maybe recognize and maybe don't recognize. So, um, you know, I always love the stories about people who, who, um, who create a goal and strive for that goal and, and never make that goal. So we have, we have, you know, how many times in our life have we done that? We've, we've set a high, high goal up here and, and we end up somewhere down here. And, um, and ultimately, you know, the path along the way toward that goal helps us develop into somebody that we don't recognize, helps us develop into, in, into somebody that, um, that understands that we have the capacity to become greater than we are and to ultimately um, have the confidence it takes to set another goal and yet even another goal and something that allows us to develop ourselves continually. And going back to what Kathy was saying and how the 60 is the new 40 or, or whatever it is, you know, it, it, it is scientifically proven that when we believe that we're learning, when we believe in our capacity and we continue to have positive images and positive, uh, a positive mindset, that our cells actually allow ourselves to become healthy and stay healthy and, and uh, our, our, our life is extended. And, you know, as, as we look at all of the uh, misnomers throughout time, we, we, you know, at one point, 25 was the, the, the oldest you could develop your brain, you know, after 25, your brain wouldn't develop. And, you know, scientifically we've shown that, 35 is actually that number, but the brain continues even up until 70 to have the same exact capacity for knowledge and, and learning and understanding as that 35-year-old brain. So we may not continually get better from 35 on, but we don't get worse. And how we determine and the, and the decisions that we make daily around um, our choices around our own beliefs is ultimately what allows our mind to continue to grow and allows us to continue to be effective in whatever it is that we do. So, um, you know, the old, the old uh, Socrates saying, know thyself, right? So if we, if we can continue to, to really learn about ourselves every day and be open to learning about ourselves every day, then we have the opportunity to grow. We have the opportunity to stay healthy. And right now, you know, during COVID-19, of course, what, what better defense system than to be healthy mentally, physically, um, you know, it, across the board, it's, it's so vital to our existence that we, that we remain positive, that we look at opportunity, that we continue to grow and, and be mindful every single day. Um, uh, there's a, a, a great 
thing that I, I, I read recently um, in the year, I'm going to read my note here, in the, in the year 1900, uh, Dr. William James, who was a professor at Harvard and one of the most, the foremost thinkers in our, in our nation at the time, uh, during all of the discoveries, you know, the, the car was being built and all of these other, you know, light bulbs, et cetera, all of these amazing discoveries. He said, the greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings may alter their lives by altering their attitudes of mind. And it's still true today. You know, if we can continue to alter the attitude of our mind, if we can be um, continually positive in our mindset, then, then we have the opportunity to grow and we have the opportunity to stay healthy and we have the opportunity to become everything that we desire to become. Um, you know, it, part of that wheel of excellence, uh, confidence is one of the biggest pieces of that. And, mm. and I find that, that, uh, that we grow confidence by rejoicing in the things that we do well. And we only do things well when we decide to stop standing still and move forward in a direction, whatever that path looks like at any given time, because um, the, the road to excellence and the road to discovering your best self is ultimately being on the path and not standing still on that path. Um, so uh, I, I would love to, um, you know, I'd love to share more about some of the, the, the discoveries that I've had over time and I don't want to dominate the whole, the whole uh, time that we're here, but I, I really, in this time of, and, and I, I'm going to step back for one moment and, and give you a brief context of, of my mindset. Um, uh, in early March, I visited New York uh, for a national uh, championship event that I was coaching at. And I returned um, around the 12th of March from Logan Airport. And I came home with a parting gift from New York, which was COVID-19. So Ooh. I actually had the virus, uh, one of the early early um, uh, exposures and, and chances to experience what it's like. And, um, and I just wanna throw out there that we have two ways of looking at, at crisis. We have two ways of looking at disease. We have two ways of looking at, at life. And that is, I'm in control or I'm not in control. And um, by, by making a conscious choice of being healthy before I was sick, by, by making a conscious choice of having positive thoughts and imagery, um, I really believe that, that the disease didn't have a chance to s settle in and, and do more harm than it potentially could have. And it felt like the symptoms for two weeks were just bouncing around from one point to another in my body. And then finally it was gone. Um, and there were, there were definitely times where it was um, uh, unnerving, you know, where, where you feel like somebody's sitting on your chest, for example, and, uh, and, it's, and it's a challenging mo moment. And however, to remain positive and to remain uh, with a view of maybe the glass half full, uh, I think is a good metaphor in life to, to be able to, to make it through any situation. You know, we always say, um, and, and going, Kathy, going back to your conversation about, you know, at, at one point when you, were, when you were younger, somebody said you were clumsy. 
Um, and, and that becomes a listening of who we are. You know, we, we, we automatically believe I'm clumsy and, and that passes with us or goes with us, you know, forever. We ultimately get to make the decision of who we are and how we are. And if you can be in control of your own crystal ball and make the decisions every day, whether it's glass half full, glass half empty, uh, you're right. Correct. You know, the old, uh, um, the old Henry Ford conversation, whether you can or you can't, you know, if you believe whether you can or you can't, you're right both ways. So, mm -hmm. so choosing that, that positive image and that, and that uh, path, I think always leads to better health, always leads to better awareness and ultimately has us be better humans and, and, and uh, a contribution to everybody that's around us. So, so um, yeah, with that, I'd, I'd love to hear more and I'm so glad to be able to be, you know, participating today as part of this with you guys and, and Kathy, thank you so much. It was really inspiring. I can't wait to hear what other people have to say. So. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. That was inspirational and awesome. A lot of good experiences there. And you're the first person I know that's actually had the COVID-19. <laughs> Fortunately, you had the wisdom to know about good mental health, good physical health, and holding that off. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier, I told you this was your lucky day, and you could take advantage of a free gift. Now you have the information. If you send an email to growingyoungernow at gmail.com, that's growingyoungernow at gmail.com, we will send you a free ebook to help you on your road to health, fitness, and growing younger. This has been the Health, Fitness, and Growing Younger podcast. I appreciate you listening. And remember, the basic secrets of improving health are, number one, determine your purpose and why you want better health. Number two, develop a plan to exceed your expectations. Number three, get help if you need it. Four, execute the plan with passion and creativity. Five, grow healthier and younger.